everyone. Thank you very much for tuning in. Today, we're not going to disappoint. We have got an exclusive for you. Yes, we have now finally created the theme tune. Enjoy. Good evening, everybody here. This is the latest episode of the North versus South podcast with myself, State, the Northern Master, and my opponent, Heath. You know, How are you? I'm, I'm great, mate. I'm really good today. You know, it's Friday. Well, we're recording on Friday, actually. Yeah, cracking. Um, but um, yeah, now, nah, really good today. Nice hot week we've had, you know, great sunshine. International week is over. It's gone. You know, it's 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 finito. We're back to the FPL this week. Pumps for it. Big weekend. Ronaldo's back. So yeah, let's be having it, everybody. So um, for those who are listening to our podcast for the first time, um, it's the quick um, explanation about what we're here and what we're doing. Um, you know, we're trying to offer you advice might not be good advice but, you know it might be bad advice but we're here talking about all things fpl me and he far um the beauty and the uniqueness about us is i do a northern team the top the 10 most northern based sides in the premier league i can only pick my place from those 10 sides he can only do it from the 10 most southern sides so that's what we're about but today you know we've got action packed episode for you we'll do our game week review from the previous game week which was obviously a couple of weeks ago we're going to do our shit list five players max each shit list is always a good one guys so you know have your own shit list ready you know we'll listen to them you know tweet us when later on um we'll have our little mini league updates then north versus south it's a knockout debate it's the quarterfinals for the northern sides this this week which i'll be doing then we've got a game week preview, and then Heath, I believe you've got us a, a great quiz lined up for later to test my footballing knowledge. That's correct. It's a transfer quiz this week. Um, we obviously weren't really recording our, our, our normal weekly stuff last week, so I thought let's not forget about these transfers and let's make sure that everyone knows which players have, have gone from the north to the south or vice versa. Excellent. Sounds sounds good. So so yeah, so action-packed episode. I uh, hope everyone enjoys it. Let's get cracking. Okay, yeah. So the game week review of the week. I mean, it was um it was it's been a very strange time, hasn't it, with the international break. Uh neither state nor myself got called up to the big podcasts, uh the fantasy football scout podcast. Neither of us got called up for that this week or the week before. So we had a lot of time just to you know chill with our families and relax and and get all kind of motivated for this this podcast which i don't know about you mate but it's 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 better late than never and and that i will just have a disclaimer here and apologize to everyone for the lateness of this podcast that's down to me and my other half going to the lake district which was glorious going up north i mean although state informs me that doesn't technically count as the north but uh they're interesting people up there he tells me I'll tell you what, it's a great place to go, but it's it's like its own it's its own place as the lakes, and you've got the South Lakes, the North Lakes, you know, there's even a divide up there, I reckon, you know. So it could be they could maybe have their own north-south podcast if they want to spin off teams in the lakes. If they know? yeah, if they want to spin off the uh, Amble yeah. side and Lakeside spin-off, then uh then let I'll us leave, know. 
they'll need to pay, won't they? You know, copyright infringement and all that. So yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Excellent. So yeah, so um, so state, do you want to give us a, a quick rundown of your uh, review of, of the previous week uh, before international duty? It was shit. <laughs> It was a bad week at the office. And this is probably why I didn't get the call off. I mean, I had a missed call off um, and, you know, an un unknown number. And I thought, oh, this could be it. But no, it wasn't. It was just some blooming idiot trying to sell me a new phone or something. But yeah, I didn't need that. But <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, bad week at the office was game week three for the Northern Super Kings. I think we blew our load in the first game week and life has just gone to pop. Um Lots of issues in the team, um, but I, you know this was my team basically for that, for that for that third game week. So I had John Pickford in net. He got me six points. You know Everton got a clean sheet. They're doing all right under under Rafa, which I'm I'm really happy about because I like Rafa. I think he's a top man. Ruben Diaz defense six points for Man City. You know clean sheet. They whooped the Arsenal. The rest of my defense two points for Luke Thomas. You know for Leicester didn't keep a clean sheet. And then Simakas at Liverpool is now on the bench and he only got me one point because Robertson's back. Midfield, Brownhill, who I was forced to put in, if you remember the last episode, um, everybody. Um, Heath's um, punishment for, for the quiz was that, um, yeah, I had to have Brownhill in my starting 11. Yeah. What was his point. first What's his first name? Josh Brownell, sorry, Josh Brownell. <laughs> exactly. This is how irrelevant he is to my fantasy team. I don't even get his first name right. Um, Bruno Fernandes, two points, 12, point, 12 million well spent at the moment there. Well done. Um, Harvey Barnes, two points, definitely not good enough. Mo Salah, brilliant, 10 points. I just didn't make him my captain for some stupid reason. My captain was Mares. He only played 29 minutes. He got an assist, though, so I got eight points from him. And then my front two, Callum Wilson, got nine points from Newcastle, did his job, good man. Richardson, one point. And then my bench, unfortunately, I had Patrick Bamford with eight points on the bench because he finally got off, the, he got off the mark for the season. Connor Cody, two points. And then my Norwich wannabe, Omar Badele, Nilpwa. He's like um he's like um you know the UK in the Eurovision Song Contest. Every time. So yeah, 48 points, bad week at the office, under the average, lots of mistakes made by by the by the gaffer. So, so you know so you, make, make me feel happier, mate. I mean, I don't know if I could be happier with that. But who who was Brownhill? Who I assume Brownhill was gonna be on the bench. Who was gonna be starting instead of him? I think it might have been. Patrick Bamford by any chance. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it still it should have been Harvey Barnes, but they were playing Norwich, and I was just hoping he was just going to rekindle that form he had last season before he got injured. I was thinking, right, he, this is the time. He's going to come back. He's going to get there. But no, it's not happened. And you'll find out about what happened to, to young Harvey later on in the episode. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, mentioned a few times so but yeah en enough about my team no one wants to hear about that let's hear about your team uh, come on mate i don't i i don't want to be one of those guys you know kind of be there, you? yeah probably guys. a little bit yeah exactly i mean i'm i'm not gonna lie I, after that first game week i was 
well, to a certain extent, yeah. shitting my pants. Yes. And uh, and after seeing uh, Fernandez and Salah or, and all these chaps scoring goals for fun, I did think it was going to be a long old season. But now I'm top of the league with, with six points to your three. I can now walk into this room, head held high, and look at players like, all right, Emmy Martinez. He's done absolutely nothing for me so far. But and he got and he did nothing for me this week. He, I don't know how he hasn't made a certain list that's coming up. Um, but I got I got 72. I don't want to get too carried away here. I got 72 points, 72 points, which is a it was a is a big win for me. Uh, Martinez, I'd say I got two points. Uh, Aaron Cresswell with, with cheeky five. I got re, yeah, he got an assist, but he did concede twice against Crystal Palace. Aaron, that's slightly disappointing you're conceding goals like that. But we're having fun at West Ham. And, you know, I didn't really bring you into the team for clean sheets. I brought you in for assists. And, and that's what you gave me this week. So thank you for that. Another assist um, for Reese James. But uh, was it deliberate? Was it accidental? Well, I don't know. But he got sent off against Liverpool. I, I can't say I was watching the, the Chelsea-Liverpool game, but... What I heard, Chelsea were doing pretty well against Liverpool, and um, that was the turning point. So, Reese James, you just got me a point. Can't complain too much because when you see someone's got sent off, you do think negative numbers. I got a point out of that. Fair enough. Yeah, Lewis. Yeah, it was unlucky. I mean, but the letter of the law is the letter of the law. Yeah, I think it's one of those where if it's your team, it's a definite penalty, and if you you know if you're a Chelsea fan, that's that's controversial, but. Lewis Dunk with a point. He hasn't done much for me so far. Again, can't complain. Yeah, Sergio Reguilón has to be one of the stars of the season so far. Spurs top of the league. Looks like everything's going their way. Reguilón got me nine points. That's such a a, a decent score for for him. And that that's three he clean sheets points, in a row. Yeah, yeah three bonus points. points. He got so. yeah three he's three clean sheets in a row, and like you say, three bonus points now. We get into midfield, and this is where the points start getting bigger. Emi Buendia, uh, he got me a nice, juicy 10-point double figures, three bonus points, got a goal against Brentford. Realistically, if you're looking at Brentford and Watford in your first three games, two promoted teams, you would be expecting a bit more from him. But, you know, he's done what I want him to do. He's got a goal. He's got some bonus points, and hopefully he'll, he'll settle in and, you know, get going for us. But... I had Kai Havertz with seven again, uh, you know, got a goal against Liverpool. So that's really, really good. Um, but that game that Reese James sending off really sent him, sent him backwards. So, well, yeah, I he think, got, he got, he was the one who got hold, wasn't he? For, uh, he, he exactly. Sent, exactly. So. Yeah. So he only played 45 minutes, but got a goal, got a cheeky bonus point. And then my star, I mean, you know, as you may know by now, as a Watford fan, I was, a little bit heartbroken by the goal, but Hyunmin Son scored what was really a, a, a you know a bit of a howl off by our goalkeeper free kick. But you know I hedged my bets, and when that went in, I just thought, well, at least I'm getting the points from my captain. So 20 points for Son. Uh, he, he did you know did me well, it's especially considering that that none of the Northern guys really scored big, so you couldn't really get any big points from your captaincy so the only two people that were you know kind of considered captain captain material was him and and another guy on my team antonio with 11 he uh 
He's just ridiculous. I mean, three games so far. He's got four goals, four assists. This week against Palace, he got a goal and assist. And uh, yeah, I, I don't really understand why his value hasn't risen more. I, I guess maybe a lot of people had him earlier on in the season, but he's only up to 7.8. I thought he would have been pushing 7.98 million by now. But... He's, he's gone up again, by the way. He's moved up to 7.9 now. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, he, he got moved up um, later on this week. So um, oh, Okay, fair enough. So he, he's getting there. You know, it's another another week or so, but and he'll be 8 million plus, that's for sure. Such, yeah, it's, it's such a bargain. Just uh, The only thing with Antonio, like I've said pre- pre- previously, is just that it, an injury could come and that that's, you know, a big yeah, loss for... You, yeah, if you look at his stats, he doesn't play... He doesn't have more, more seasons... You know, last couple of seasons he hasn't played over two thousand minutes in the season, and that's probably you know not not and that's well no there's not probably about it. it's not enough really you know because it means he's you know he's only been getting like hundred and twenty points sort of thing and you know if you look at the the top top players you know like you know you look you look at Son for instance he played three thousand plus minutes last season and he gets two hundred twenty eight points you know so it's you know, that's that's always been Antonio's problem, hasn't it? But, you know, hopefully, well, not hopefully, I suppose, for my sake, but, um, you know, if he, if he has a full season, I'm sure he'll be um, hitting 200-plus points. It just worries me about Europe for West Ham because, you know, mm. will they play him or, I don't know, it's too they tempting. Can't. No, they, they, probably, can't. they probably can't, but it's too tempting. I'm sure he'd want to play. But, yeah, mo- moving on from Antonio, let's, let's kind of, like I say, I could talk about this all night, but Danny Ings got me an assist for Buendia's goal, which is, again, brilliant. When you see that, that must be one of the best feelings. When you've got two players from the same team, you get goal and assist from them. I probably would have expected it to be the other way around, but Ings got me four points. Romelu Lukaku was obviously affected by the, the sending off of James, so he only got me two points. And then my bench was a perfect bench in the sense that none of them got me points, so I can kind of rest easy knowing that I chose the right players. So I had Sanchez from Brighton with two, Rico Henry with two, Saka just the one, and um, Emil Smith-Rowe with two. So like I say, overall 72 points. I'm really, really happy with that. And um, again, like I could go on about this all night, but I'm not going to state because you're my friend and I'm not a dick. <laughs> what a load of crock. What a load of bull. I'm not, I'm not buying into that. Just... Um... Yeah, but you know, I think it's just more the fact that you you're just really keen to get into the shit list because you're probably really excited to hear mine because you know there's going to be a fair few on it. It's going to be a busy week. So. Lovely stuff. <laughs> but yeah, good good result for you. You've you've dominated the game week, and um, yeah, my my boys have some catching up to do. But you know, there's there's a there's a few. Um, I'm, I'm I'll be surprised if you haven't made a lot of changes for this week, given a lot of those players have got issues for the, for the upcoming game week, whether that be um, international quarantine or injury or suspension. So well, I, I, you're just, I, I will put money on your side looking a lot different later on in the evening. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I think that that is a little hint at both our situations come the game week preview later on. So uh, if you're one of those people that, you know, starts listening to a podcast and then gets bored, just uh, know that there's, there's still a lot to come and that the yeah. game week preview is going to be quite good fun. Um, so yeah let, let's let's get into the, the shit list so state if you yeah. want to tell the listeners what the shit list is all about 
the shit list is exactly how it sounds, listeners. Um, it's a shit list. You know, you you might have one at work. You might just have one in life. You know, you might have one about your, your house. Who knows? Something's on your shit list. Well, we've got one for for our FPL for the FPL. Um, it doesn't just have to be from your own team. It could be for anyone. You can put anyone on your on your shit list. To be fair, if you want to, um, it's all about five players max who have really sort of done something to irk you. It doesn't necessarily have to be players. I think we've had a referee in there already this season, to be fair. Um, and, um, you know, managers, you could you can put a manager on your shit list if you want. So lots of opportunity for the shit list. So, so yeah, Heath, who is on your shit list this week? You know, yeah. Can't be many, sure. So, this, again, this is going to be a short list for me because um, you get to this point after two very successful game weeks it'd be very hard to have a, a long list so I'll start with my my one player that you probably go where he shouldn't be on there anymore but I, I'm gonna stick with Emi Buendia I think for me he, he's not done enough uh, so far I, I look at Aston Villa and, and I looked at their fixtures beginning and I thought I've got to make the most of them while it lasted they had Watford Newcastle Brentford the last two being at home and he's just got me one goal which I know people would say well you know you can't be expecting much but his next four fixtures are Chelsea away Everton home Man United away and Tottenham away so I don't think I'm really going to stick with him for long if I am at all so he's on the shit list and uh and he and by scoring this week hasn't done enough really to to, to take him off uh the the other one uh, to be honest I, I kind of looked at I looked at this one and I feel it's really harsh <laughs> But I, Ash, I, well, what are you putting him on your shit list for, Paul Bugger? I mean, if he's listening to this podcast right now, what's he going to think about life? Right? I think he's got more things on his mind about you know this this whole kind of issue about quarantine and and the COVID situation about whether he's going to play tomorrow or not. I mean, yeah, no, I I I think it's maybe is harsh, but if you think that's harsh, this one's even harsher. Oh so I I've gone I've substituted one Chelsea fullback for another. So let's just say Ben Chilwell, he was on the shit list. He's gone now. And the reason why he's gone is because I've, I've sold him. But I brought in <laughs> Reese James. <laughs> and I'm Go sorry, I'm sorry, Reese. Yeah. Uh, first of all, you never trust someone with two first names. So I'm sorry, Reese, but I just don't trust you, uh, buddy. And the fact is that it doesn't matter whether you meant to do it or not. You've just given me an absolute stinker. You've affected, you know, two other teammates, in my team, poor old Kai had to go off after 45 and Big Ron was just, well, he was the old Big Ron, wasn't he? So I, I blame you, Reese. Next time, just get your hand out of the way, let it go in and, you know, stick with 11. So really, really harsh, but but that, that's that's all I've got for my shit list. So I guess, I don't know. So Emmy Buendia and Reese James are the two of my shit list. I haven't got any more. I, I can't really give you anything else. Lewis Dunk's probably borderline at the moment. And the two Arsenal guys, I've barely thought about them because obviously I knew that I wouldn't be playing him against Chelsea or Man City. So they they haven't, um, I haven't lost sleep over them. So State, <laughs> come on, give me Ooh. your magnificent list. Uh, five max, list. five max, come five on. Five max. Oh, yeah. Now, first person on the shit list, Bruno Fernandes. What are you doing, son? 
why are you not, you know, well, you, you save all your fucking points for the first game week of the season against bloody shitty Leeds. I mean, God, anyone could have scored those points against Leeds. You could have, I'd rather you've done it against Southampton and Wolves, you know, come on. You know, so Bruno Fernandes, you're on there. You're worth, you're costing me £12 million and I don't expect three points from my last two game weeks. That is not what £12 million is worth. If I wanted to sign a £12 million player to give me three points, I'd just waste it on someone absolutely crap who I knew were going to give me three points, not someone I expect better from. So, sorry, Bruno, you're on there, pal. Step up your game, is what I would say. I mean, you may not even make it into the team next week. Who knows what might happen? So, yeah, not good enough. Harvey Barnes, you're on there. I mean, it's not your fault. You got injured last season and everything, but you just not started this season, have you, for Leicester? I mean, I know Leicester have not had a, you know, the, the one-two loss one, but you're not being, you're not getting involved. You're not, you're not, you're not where you were at last year. Injury might be having an effect on that, struggling to come back. But you're on there, okay? Um, third person to go on my list, Heafy. You are on my list, right? You're on the shit list this week. Come on. Yes, you're on the shit list. My, my man, Brownhill, that cost me, <laughs> that hurt, all right? Because if he'd have been out and I'd have had Bamford in, I'd have made 54 points, I'd have at least hit the average for the week. And, well, you know, that's what you sort of got to aim as a minimum, really, for in this in this, in this this competition, especially when you can only pick Northern players and you don't have, you know, some South Korean lad who just scores points for you every week, like a bloody number But, yeah, so, um, yeah, so... You're on, you're, you're on there. It's an honour. Brownhill's not on there because it's not his fault. It was your fault, not his. Maybe your it's fault. your fault. Maybe you need to work hard at these quizzes. No, 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 no. Definitely no, no, All no, your no. fault. All <laughs> your fault. So, so yes, yeah, so that's that's three. Is that three? Yeah. Yeah. I could be, I, no, I might be one no, no, and a half. Yeah. yeah. No, well, yeah, you definitely could. Yeah. Um, <laughs> number fourth on the shit list, Pep Guardiola. Mares was my captain. In Pep Roulette, if they don't play one week, they're going to play the next week. Now, Mares didn't start against Norwich. He came on for the last 15 minutes, scored a goal. So he should have been starting against Arsenal, right? Wrong. Pep decided no. He decided, how can I screw over State this week in his fantasy team? Oh, hang on a minute. He's made Mares his captain, so I'm going to not put him on until there's about 25, 30 minutes left. And by that time, game's done. I mean, he got an assist still, but yeah, four points. And you know for a fact, he's going to be starting this week, his Mares, and I'll have probably got him out of my team by now. Yeah, well done, Pep. You are on the list already. Four games in. So there you go. And then final person on my shit list is Mikhail Antonio. Stop scoring points, please. <laughs> I, lo- I love him. Great. And if you don't have him on your side, you've got issues. I can't have him on my side. So I haven't got issues in that respect, but I do have issues with him because he's scoring a lot of points and it's not good for business for me. It's not good. You know, I need, I need him to stop scoring points. I don't want him to get injured because he's a lovely bloke. You know, he's great laughing. You know, you listen to his, you know, his you know, post-match um, sort of um, comments and that, and he's good. He's a great he's a great guy, clearly. You know, move up north, maybe. That, that'd be good. Go to, go to a, a good club, you know. You Go know, to Man Everton. City. Everton. No, Get involved with Pep, Pep Roulette. You, you, can't, you can't put Pep, um, Pep on, the, on the, the shit list. 
you you know everyone knows about this this ridiculous yeah. pep roulette it's yeah, you you you're, you're playing with fire you know you, yeah. you basically got to get over it and and basically bring in Ferran Torres and just get over it <laughs> it probably was yeah bring in Ferran Torres and what'll happen it won't start for the next three oh, games that would be brilliant but, you know, how, yeah. how long is Pep going to be on your shit list for? <laughs> <laughs> it, it could be a while it could be a while <laughs> so, time will tell I mean yeah Ferran Torres thing's going to be um, I mean yeah he's he's sort of playing him he's playing Jesus you know there's, there's mixture but you got to remember that ain't going to last for, for too much longer because De Bruyne's back training, Foden's back training. Then they've got all these superstars to play in there, you know. So you know that it's going to sort of change. But Pep, Pep could be in there for a while until I get rid of all City players, barring Ruben Diaz, probably. Or, or you, you basically kind of wake up, smell the roses, and put yourself on the shit list and realise that Pep's going to do what Pep does. You've got to make that decision. I won't put myself on my own shit list. That's like just admitting that I'm wrong. I'm not going to do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, why would I do that? Join the shit list with me. We'll have fun. You know, we'll uh, have a good chat. Uh, sorry. You're on my shit list on your own, mate. No chance. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Not, 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 not happening. So, yeah. So, there's my shit list. I think, you know, I think it's a good list this week. Um, yeah. Plenty of opportunity for players, players, managers, Heath to get off it. Heath, you only need to do one thing to get off my shit list. Just lose the next game week, then you're off okay. it. Simple okay. as that. Let's Good see if you know. really let's see how much of a friend you are then, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, focused. I'm focused. I'm yeah. focused. So yeah, so so yeah, so that's the, the end of the shit list for this week. Moves us on to our, you know, we've done our sort of updates and everything. That's how's how's the league done this week, Keith? How's how's what's been going on in our in our league? The North versus South FPL uh, podcast mini league has kind of got a bit of a strangeness of it we asked everyone to join it and asked if anyone wanted to be a northern or just southern team and now we've got you know we've got a great league full of fantastic people but some of them have got northern teams and some of them have got southern teams and some of them are just a joint a mix so i feel like when we do our shout outs we're going to kind of make sure that you're well aware that if you are just a Northern team or just a Southern team, there's going to be a little bit more credibility. But first of all, I will say number one in the table at the moment is, is five deer summit deer. He's currently got 248 points overall. He's, I think he was top last week as well. Closely followed by uh, Betty Swallocks FC, John Rogerson, who's on two, four, six, and then expected to lose, uh, Jason Byron, 239. He looks like he had a good week, 73 last week. Then now we're looking at the actual North or South teams. I've got to say I'm doing all right myself. Uh, I've given myself a shout out. I'm, I'm taking myself off my off your shit list. And I'm going to say that I'm, I'm above one of my workmates uh, by 10 points. And he's just got an, a normal team. So I'm quite happy with that. So after 72, I'm up to 200 points. I'm seventh in the league but technically top of the North or South teams. And also just uh, another disclaimer, there are some North and South teams who came in after game week two, to be fair to them as well. Uh, we've also got Liam SH, you better check yourself, who got uh, a really good 66, and Chris Harrigan with Doff Venture South, who also got 66. So it was the Southern teams who dominated this week and the Northern teams were left to squander. Yeah, because they're they're pure southern teams, aren't they? You 
Petr Cech yourself. That's uh, right. And um, right. so King in the South as well, I believe he's um he's a Eddie Moore. Team. Yeah, uh, Eddie Moore. Eddie. Yeah, he's what a ledge. What a yeah. ledge. Yeah, and like you said, Doff Doff Bench South Southern teams. Um, you know that that you know this. Yeah, the, the, well, but then again, there's there's more Southern teams in our league than there's Northern teams. You know, have we got another Northern team in there? I think um, at all. I think we do. You know, and you, actually, he's bottom of the league. Take over here because yeah, he's bottom of the league. But who cares? He's got a Northern team and he's got a name. Ned Stark's my dad. What a name! So yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's that's Harrison Copley. Uh, also, I'd like to just say that um, I've. I've said Eddie's name wrong it was Eddie Moran not Eddie Moran um, that that's pretty harsh depends on uh, the type of team he picks isn't it you know? well, it's a southern team so maybe you're calling him something different yeah <laughs> yeah well maybe yeah but um, but yeah no obviously massive appreciation isn't it for everyone um, who's has entered the team but also the ones who've actually you know bought into this and done a southern and yeah we, we love it. it we love it I mean it, it, it's great State and I playing against each other week in, week out on a head-to-head, but to have this league as well where we can actually look at other people with different ideas is, is really, really good for us. And we're really, really appreciative that you guys have have, have made the effort to do that. And I, I kind of look forward to next season where we can probably get a little bit, we could probably do a bit better marketing next season before the season starts so that some people don't miss out on a game week. But yeah, thank you very much, guys. And um and congratulations to uh, Summit, who's currently top of the league. A couple of weeks ago, we started with our greatest ever FPL player debate slash knockout. We called it it's a knockout or we could call it it's a debate. We could call it whatever we want, really. But the fact is, is that we looked at it and we kind of said to ourselves, both State and I wanted to find out when FPL started, which players dominated, which players you would look at and go, I've got to have in my team. And... The first week we had our kind of what you would say qualifiers to get into the quarterfinals with the smaller teams who haven't had as much history in the Premier League as others. And then this week we've got our northern quarterfinals and state you are right on top of this. So but if you want to give us um, your 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 fixtures and, and, and who actually played who. And, yeah. and who, who obviously give us the reasons why the team went out, uh, the player went in, in and out. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, yeah, as he mentioned, you know, we're this, you know, this is a big thing. I think everyone out there will probably have a, a strong opinion on um on you know who they believe would be is, has been the greatest FPL player. Now we're not talking greatest Premier League player throughout the, the years. You know, we all know who that probably might be in our own our own opinions, you know. John Walk, isn't it? You know, from Ipswich. Well, or Klaus Thompson. Or Klaus Thompson. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> but, um, but no, it's about when the FPL actually, the fantasy Premier League started as well. So we're, we're not going back into the 90s because it wasn't running then, you know, but, um, you know, we're, we're going from, it was early 2000s. Um, and yeah, that's what we're doing. So um, this week, um, so the, the draw for the quarterfinals after, Obviously, Burnley knocked out Leeds and uh, Wolves knocked out Norwich in the preliminary rounds. Um, Burnley's um, hopeful is Nick Pope and Wolves was Jimenez, who Jimenez beat Grant Holt of Norwich and Pope beat Stuart Dallas of Leeds. So um, that was the, the prelims and it, it's made it for an exciting draw into the the semi into the quarterfinals, which will lead into the semi. So the quarterfinal draw was made via a random computer. Um People might not believe me, but it was. Uh, Leicester City have drawn against Everton. 
Um, then Wolves versus Manchester United, Liverpool, Newcastle, and then Man City versus Burnley. So, yeah, those are the, those are the ties for this week. Um, I'm going to start with Man City, Burnley this week, um, purely because it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a no-brainer at the end of the day. You know, Nick Pope, Great, great man to have, you know, great goalkeeper to have over the years in the fantasy league. Um, I've, you know, we, we spoke about it last time. Um, you know, got a lot of clean sheets for Burnley. Um, you know, they kept, you know, he made saves even when he didn't keep clean sheets. He got bonus points, and he and he still does that to this day. Really, maybe not as many bonus points now as as he mentioned um, in the episode the other week about, you know. More teams are playing out of the back, and that had, you know, keepers who can pass the ball out of the back, completed passes, etc., can can help their bonus get them get the bonus points as well. And Pope's not really known as a ball playing goalkeeper, um, but yeah, so Pope's in there. He's up against Sergio Aguero from Man City. I, I, you know, people might say, oh, you could have De Bruyne, you could have maybe Yaya Torre or something, but let's be honest now, Sergio Aguero was the man at Man City for a number of years, okay? He scored, you know, 184 goals in the Premier League, the most by a player at one single club in the Premier League at the moment. Harry Kane will surpass that, I'm sure, pretty soon. But 184 goals for one side in the Premier League. No other Premier League player has done that, okay? So Shearer didn't do it because he scored for Blackburn, he scored for Newcastle, Rooney scored for Man U, he scored for Everton, Andy Cole, Newcastle, Man United, and, and whoever else. But Sergio Aguero, 184 goals in the Premier League. What a man. And you just can't, I can't, I can't even argue a case for you, Nick Pope, just because Sergio Aguero is that good. You know, he scored 20 plus goals in, you know, probably about, I think it was, he scored 20 plus goals in six seasons. Seasons when he didn't score 20 plus goals were probably because mainly because he was injured. I mean, one season he scored 17 in 23. <laughs> that was ridiculous. He scored 16 in 24 one season. Yeah, the last season in for Man City was marred by injury. Um, but you know, Sergio Aguero, he beats Nick Pope, hands down. You know, City legend as City fans agree, a Premier League legend. And this guy is a, he's the real deal in fantasy football. If you've had him in your team over the years, you've been very lucky and you've probably got some great points. Can't, can't disagree with that, buddy. Um, the one thing I was going to say to you is um, Aguero is one of the only players who actually has a where were you kind of moment. So where were you when um, Aguero scored in that incredible game at the end of the, that season? I was... I was in a small village called Triangle, um, watching it on, on on a couch, and yeah, it was a nuts moment. Yeah, you know, I had a few beers watching the final Sunday football. It was crazy though. I mean, you know, just out of this world moment. And you know, you don't you don't forget moments like that. It's just you know, it's it, it's up there with some some of the, the all time great moments. I reckon that probably. I mean, Arsenal fans will disagree that it belongs in the same line with it probably because they just will but I think it's up there with like the Mickey Thomas goal which asked for Arsenal to be Liverpool 2-0 at Anfield in the last minute it's up there at that isn't it you know the, that sort of thing yeah where were you well it's yeah I, I the funny the reason why I kind of always remember it is actually because of FPL because 
in my mini league, two of my mates were going for the title and one of them had Aguero's captain, the other one didn't. And I, I don't, we obviously, that it's, it's, it wasn't as advanced as it is now. So you didn't have like a real idea of how many points who was on what and all that. And the bonus points weren't as clear as they were, uh, they probably are now. But basically what happened was we we all played in a in a match, end of end of season match. It was kind of like one of our things. And um, when when he scored, everyone went crazy. But my mate, who who obviously had him as captain, went to another level. It was like not only did he support City, but you know he was just like you know the biggest football fan of all time. He just went insane, ran around to the extent where it kind of made you could see that some people felt a bit uncomfortable with his overreaction. To <laughs> But I'll never forget it. I think it was absolutely brilliant. And it's it's kind of really what football's all about. Why, yeah, why we watch football, you know. So, and I mean, Aguero's caused me some pain, don't get me wrong. I, uh, I once went to a Man City Newcastle game at um, the Etihad with one of my close mates. And me and him have a, always have a fantasy league sort of competition against each other. And Aguero touched the ball about six times that game. It's got, it's got four or five. He had him as triple captain that game. Damn. And I had to have a night out in Manchester with him and just reminding me about it every minute. Because I took him out the previous week because he didn't score. Yeah, <laughs> didn't even have him in the team. <laughs> so, you know, so Aguero, don't get me wrong. You, you've annoyed me over time. You you were on the shit list that week. I guarantee that. But, um, but yeah. So, um, but Sergio Aguero, Man City, you, you're, you're through to the semi-finals. Um, so, yeah, great, great shout. Um who will you play in the same final as well? It's between Liverpool and Newcastle. You know, the winner of them versus Man City, which would be it could be a mouth-watering semi-final tie. And um, again, this isn't really going to be a close one. Um, Newcastle, I must admit, right? I really struggled to, to think of a player for Newcastle. Um, Shearer obviously played the early seasons, was still playing in the early seasons of Fantasy League. And, um, you know, he, he still did all right, and I thought, yeah, Shearer probably is the, the, the best choice that they've got. I mean, Denver Barr did a couple of seasons. He, he played a few seasons, but didn't score that many points. And, I'm, yeah, I'm racking my brain on, like, you know, who you could do. I mean, I thought about Colacini just for his locks. You know, God, he could have been, you know, you know beautiful-looking locks that man had. But, yeah, I was really struggling to find who could be Newcastle's sort of fantasy league man, Andy Carroll. You know, he didn't, as soon as he did well at Newcastle, he, he left. So, real struggle I've had there. Um, to be fair, to pick a Newcastle player, um, I did choose Shearer. To be fair, just purely probably a bit more on the fact that he's Alan Shearer as well. I believe Shearer always has a fantasy league team as well. That'd be great. We could get you on there here, Alan, if you ever listen. Um, <laughs> but you know, Shearer. I'm, I mean, if Shearer had been playing in the noughties, this would have been an absolute belter of a contest between him. And Liverpool's Mo Salah, who is Liverpool's choice. I could have picked loads from Liverpool. Suarez, you know, how great was he for those yeah. few seasons he were with them? You know, he was, he was brilliant. Um, you know, Gerard. I mean, Gerard's Gerard, but he's probably not. He, he's not like a big fantasy league sort of points machine getter. You know, you, you don't so you don't pick him. But Mo Salah, he gets your points. If you look at his stats since he's been back in the Premier League. With Liverpool, it's ridiculous. You know that the man's just got it all, and he's been and he's been smashing points in. 
for the last number of years. So you can't really go any. I can't see anyone past Mo Salah as a as a pick to represent Liverpool in the as the greatest FPL player for them. And you know his stats back that up quite easily. He's not scored under two hundred points since being back in the Premier League. So the last four seasons, he's been over two hundred points. He even got over three hundred points in one season, which is just ridiculous. So Mo Salah represents Liverpool, and Mo Salah wins for Liverpool. Only, I mean, that's Shearer was coming to the end of his career. Like I said, if he wasn't and he was in prime, I reckon it would have been a belting of a, a contest because Shearer would have got some, you know, plenty of points himself. But I think now, you know, Salah's got to take the win. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and. Yeah, I did struggle to find someone beyond Shearer Newcastle. I, I, I would. The know. one thing I would say is I disagree about Gerard. I think Gerard was definitely a player at one point where <laughs> you had a handful of players you could say I could set and forget a captain, and Gerard was just slightly, you know, the whole Lampard Gerard debate in FPL. Lampard won, but Gerard wasn't far behind. You could set and forget either of them as captain depending on their fixtures. But yeah. The other, the other one was, you know, actually, Mane's an, an, another good shout, but he doesn't come close because Salah's been incredible. But the other one is is Trent. I mean, if Salah was to leave and Trent continues, I mean, that guy for, you know, for a fullback was scoring monster points a couple of years ago. And, you know, if it hadn't been for Van Dijk's injury, probably would have scored, you know, another monster score last season. Still did all right, and th- this season is already you know started the season well. So, I do think he's another one that could push Salah. But Salah, yeah, I mean, there's no that that's no one comes close to him. Even like you say, Suarez, he's sort of Suarez is incredible, but Salah, like you say, got three hundred plus points, which is unheard of. Yeah, no, no one does that. And yeah, I know he's saying with Trent, but at the same time, Salah still scores more points, so he costs more money, yeah, but does the job. And Trent. Yeah, he still should. He still should have done better last year. Even with Van Dijk out, and that shouldn't, that shouldn't make, shouldn't affect you that as much as it did. Not, not, not happy with that. Not, not, te- not buying that. But <laughs> he's bad. He's bad this year, Trent. And I mean, seven point five, seven point three million, I believe he is now or something, um, or seven point five. So yeah, he's 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 got um he's he's costly. He's pricey, but uh, yeah, he's. He's going to get you plenty of points this season if you have spent that money on him. It's not money. It's not money wasted. So yeah. So Liverpool will go to face Man City in the semi-final. Salah versus Aguero. That is going to be one cracking debate in my next round. I'll tell you that now. Yeah. Good yeah. luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> going to be a tough one. Going to, going to going to get some criticism. So then we go on to the um, the top half of the draw. So I've started at the bottom half of the draw. The top half of the draw. So we've got Wolves versus Man United next. Again, this is probably a, a pretty simple decision. Um, Wolves, there's um, um, main man is Jimenez, who has, I mean, undoubtedly been their sort of their main man when it comes to scoring points in fantasy league since his um, since his time with with Wolves. I mean, which is pretty much mirrored when they've got back into the league. You know, he scored 181 points in his first season, 194 in the second season. Last season, he started going, then he got that horrific injury, as we mentioned last time, and, you know, which put a, a spanner in the works for the poor guy. And, you know, I really hope he rediscovers that form he got because that form was going to buy him a move to a you know top club, whether it be in England or Europe, that's for sure. 
Um, you know, he's he's you know very good player. You know, works hard for you. Great grafting. He's got an eye for the goal. You know, and I think yeah, it'd be great to see him get rediscover that form. Um, and I, and Wolves need need him to, to be fair now because they've been great in games. The Wolves they've lost one nil in all three games they've played this season, haven't they? And they've been probably the better team in all three of those games, pretty much as well. But they can't, they don't seem to be able to get the goal in. Um, but they're not getting spanked by anyone because they're, they're better than they've been playing better than most teams. But yeah, hopefully Eminem comes back. He ain't got a chance in this game though. CR seven is back. And to be fair, again, United, there was plenty of options there, you know. Rooney, obviously, Ronaldo, you know, Van Persie's few years with United were fantastic as well. You know, Bruno Fernandes in the short time has been there. But, you know, you can't look past this man because it's Cristiano Ronaldo and he's just he's just that good. And, you know, in in the seat the three seasons, full seasons like he had with the Premier League before, you know, he, he's 2006, 2007, he, he got well, I mean, well, he's got he got six, 17 goals, 16 assists. Unbelievable. 2007, 2008, 31 goals, 7 assists. 2008, 2009, 18 goals, 6 assists, you know. So, I mean, again, you can't argue with those stats. You know, he got close to 300 points in one of those seasons. And I think, you know, you know, will, will he be able to do all that again? Who knows? Probably not quite maybe to that level, but he... That he was a he was an FPL dream for anyone in those those in those, in, a, in those seasons, you know, definitely. Hundred percent, mate. A set and forget easily. I, I'll never forget one of the one of the best performances I've ever seen against Watford FA Cup semi final. Man United uh, batted us four one. To be honest, we I think we were quite happy with four one because it, it you know they they were incredible. They had Rooney on one side, Ronaldo on the other, and they were just so quick and so. They were on a, a different planet to what it was unbelievable. And Ronaldo in those seasons, it was a joy to have him. The only thing was it made it too easy to a certain extent because you could just like stick the captaincy on him. Those were before, I think at the time, they didn't have vice captaincy at one point. And you no, just put the captaincy on him and that was it. And if, it, you know, you knew who was going to play every minute of every game and he's, you know, normally going to score really. Yeah. So um, yeah. unbelievable player. I, I to be honest, I, I in a way I hope he has lost it a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. you know now that he's the age he's at, because I, I just think that if he's really good again, you know again that could ruin FPL this season where you could again just just keep, keep the captaincy on him. Obviously, I can't. <laughs> so, okay. Hopefully, he does really shit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed from you, but hopefully, I'm I'm sure he'll bag he'll bag goals. He bags goals everywhere he goes, don't you? So yeah. Um. So yeah. So Ronaldo beats Jimenez, sends Man United to the um, semi-finals, or sends Ronaldo to the semi-finals, basically. Um. So because it's players looking for not clubs. Um. So Leicester City and Everton, this is the, the this is the mouthwatering tie when you look at players that I've gone for for these two clubs. Um, you, you'll have a big say in this one, Heath, to be fair, because one of them's a key player in your in your side now for the for the fantasy league, and um, and that's um, Big Rom, Big oh, Rom. Yeah, what a legend. Obviously, his time at Everton, you know, and you know, obviously 
a few seasons at Man U as well. Um, but his time at Everton, he was Everton's talisman. You know, he was the reason. They were a great team, but he made them very strong. You know, he was a quality player there. You know, the old big fish in the little pond sort of scenario was mentioned floating around with him, but I, which I think was a bit harsh. Um, but um, yeah, he what he did for Everton in those seasons, right? He was there, he was on loan for a couple before they bought him. But that final season, he was at Everton, he scored 25 goals, you know, and before he got his big move to United. Um, and the season before that, he got 18, you know, he, he chipped in with assists as well. So, you know, big rom scored points for, 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 for Everton, and you know, he was a big player. And, um, you know, strong, can finish, he's, he's got pace as well, you know, he's not exactly, you know, he's no slouch. Um, so, yeah, so Big Rom is the, the Everton representative and somebody who I think is, you know, definitely sort of, you'd be looking up there as one of the, you know, the strong FPL players of the game. Um, the other player from Leicester is the remaining team, so I had to find a, a Leicester player. Now, to be, to be fair, I mean, if you're looking at fantasy football points, there's there was only really two players you could choose from. One of them being Riyad Mahrez when he was obviously at Leicester. Um, you know, it was huge the season they won the they won the league, and well, you know, he scored a boatload of points. He's got 240 points that season, I think. 17 goals, 11 assists, which came from nowhere since the season before. He like. He's got four goals, five assists, and then all of a sudden, bang, you know, he just he just went, you know, he was just ridiculous. Um, and you know, he's he's been you know regularly, you know, getting goals and that for City since then. So, you know, Mares was the one of the options. And the other option, well, this lad played for Halifax Town, and I'm from that neck of the woods, you know, West Yorkshire. So there ain't no party like a Jamie Vardy party. And that is the man. This is a fairy tale, man. This is what he's done. Is he's going to have a film, isn't he? Definitely. And <laughs> Blooming well deserves it, man. I mean, you're talking about someone who's come from like the lower leagues all the way up, played in every division, and not just played in every division, he's won things, you know. You know and he's went and won the Premier League with Leicester City. I mean, Jamie Vardy, you know, you know, he just never see, he, he, he ceases to, he never ceases to amaze you, does he really? You always think, ah, oh, same he's done, but he just always turns up and keeps doing more. And then, you know, defenders are playing against him. He's annoying. He's fast, though. You know, he runs the channels and work hard. And he can finish as well. You know, it's... um, And, yeah, Jamie Vardy's had a fantastic, fantastic career. I mean, he, you know, he's... The season Leicester, before Leicester won the league, where they just about stayed up, he, you know, he only scored five goals, but he got 12 assists that season. You know, and so for striking, he's obviously working his socks off, getting things happening and helping them stay up. And um, then then things just went crazy beyond that. He scored 24 goals. He, he scored in consecutive, how many consecutive games was it? Did he break the record? Or did he something like it? 11, was it 11 yeah. or 12 or yeah, something? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, he did that and, you know, then, you know, and he's, you know, he's, he's been, he scored over 20 goals in three seasons, in three of his seasons and the other ones he scored, you know, 13, 15, 18. So he's there in the goals all the time. Last season, he only scored 15 goals, but he got 14 assists still. So, you know, great, great work. And he's not exactly a spring chicken, is the man, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's in the last stages of his career. Um, but, you know, his amies haven't gone. He's still able to do what he does best, you know, God, 
you had Michael Owen's injury problems, God, he'd have been finished years ago with Vardy, but, you know, look how he's done it. Brilliant. So, Vardy versus Lukaku, it's, it's a tough one. I mean, I would say, and I think a lot of people will probably agree with me, that um, I think Vardy has to go through as one of the, the great FPL players because I think people think Lukaku's maybe underachieved for you know his time at Man United maybe and um, hopefully I'm, I love Lukaku I think he's a great player but I think you know I don't think anyone could begrudge saying Vardy's been an absolute worldy FPL player for somebody you know because you know he'll, he's not been as he's never been at the 12 13 millions like those big players you know he's not seen at that sort of value you know in that and that season they won the league and he scored 20 24 goals he started that season at six million that's that's the and again another fairy fpl story to tell is when when is with someone who's a ridiculous bargain like uh, vardy and and mares were that season but I think Kane and Deli Ali and there's been Andy Carroll, yeah. other people who have come in very, very cheap and, and you've got them early. But yeah, Vardy was just incredible. I, I think I have to agree. I, I I don't know. I just, Lukaku at Everton, he, he was brilliant. Oh, but the fact yeah. is, that I don't think he really scored as, I don't think, I think Lukaku, if Everton were playing at home, I would put him in, you know, as captain, maybe. But when Vardy was playing for Leicester when they were at their best, I mean, you kind of had to captain him. So yeah. I love Rom. I think he's brilliant. Um, and it's a real shame there's not going to be the old uh, big Rom versus big Ron in the semi-finals for you. But <laughs> here's what it is. I'll probably go with Vardy too, to be fair. Yeah. Now, Vardy makes it through to the, to the semi-finals for me. And um, yeah, he's, he's definitely a Premier, an FPL legend. That's that 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 Leicester Everton game is that's that's always going to be BBC FA Cup, uh, yeah. televised game. The one for the the purists, you know, not the one but it just sells out because it's one of the bigger teams. But yeah, no, good work, buddy. That that's that's really really good. I like that a lot. And and do you know what? I love the fact that I'm so confident on the Southern side. But we've got that to come next week. The uh, the Southern quarterfinals. You'll uh, you'll be able to nitpick at that and um and work out in your mind if you really genuinely think you've got a chance of winning it from your side <laughs> <laughs> loving loving the arrogance but, um, you know loving the arrogance but yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see um so yeah so um obviously yeah f you know f you know north versus south it's knockout will we'll continue um in the next week's episode where he will do his quarterfinals so yeah brilliant we're on to the game week preview. Crikey, you know, getting through this. You know, oh, yeah. Good stuff, you know, just time's going. But, but yeah, so on to the game week preview this week. Um, so we're on to, obviously, this week's game week. Um, game week four will start. Um, you got to get your teams in by 11 o'clock on Saturday. So um, before the, the big early game between Heath's favourite team, Crystal Palace, and Tottenham Hotspur. So, um, Heath, tell us about your game week preview. Come on, what re- re- preview? Yeah, what, what are you going to do? Okay. Okay. So um, it was quite hard to talk about the review without kind of giving away what I'm doing this week. And you, you, you know, I'm sure you, you, we've got a smart audience out there. You probably worked out what World Cup, World Cup, what State and I were hinting at. Both basically, we both played the World Cup. I mean, 
I I personally think that I needed to for a good reason. We'll get to that. But I, I now with with certain transfers happening for state, I, I understand now why he would have had to as well. But I'll quickly run through my team, and I am not sticking by this. This is not locked and loaded and ready to go. This is a I'm probably going to mess around with this tomorrow when so I go. This is lying to you, listeners. He's lying to you. <laughs> no, he's telling you lies. I would never do that to my loyal audience. Uh, no, it, the, the fact is that my poor fiance is going to have to um, accept the fact that when we're going around uh, house viewings tomorrow, I'm probably going to have this green screen in my face checking out to see whether, you know, who starts for who and whether this guy made it through this or whatever. But anyway, yeah, I'll start with the goalkeepers. I, I, I've gone cheap, gone very cheap. And I, I know I'm going to kick myself, but um, it's worked out the way it has. So I've gone with uh, Ben Foster. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think he's fantastic. I love his videos. The Foscast is, is, is great if you haven't listened to it already on, on YouTube. And uh, for try again, on it. We should try uh, it just, it just it, honestly, the guy is an absolute legend. And obviously he's got his, his stuff with Watford. But I honestly think if he if he was playing for another team, I'd, I'd think he's just as good. But I've got David. Uh, so he's he's actually injured at the moment, Ben Foster. So I'm I'm kind of hoping that Backman carries on making mistakes like he's doing against Spurs and Foster comes through his injury and takes over the number one spot. But if he doesn't, it doesn't. But I've got David Raya in goal for uh, Brentford, who's going to be my number one. I think Brentford are a good team. And I do think they'll keep clean sheets. I just don't know how many. And they've started out solid, but I think he could be an absolute bargain. It was over him or the Brent, uh, the, the Brighton goalkeeper. But I just don't have that 0.5 to be able to go to Sanchez as my backup goalkeeper. So uh, just because of the podcast you know, community, I'm going to stick with Foster on my bench. Now we go on to our, my defenders. I've got Kieran Tierney. I'm, I'm still sticking with the Arsenal. I don't know why, but their fixtures look so enticing. It's unbelievable. I think they play Norwich next. So, bottom, yeah. yeah, bottom of the league clash between Arsenal and Norwich. And I, I, I'll be honest, I, I, I always do this. I get sucked sucked in by Arsenal, and then I end up kind of regretting it. But we'll see. Kieran Tierney at four point nine is an absolute steal for me personally. I, I can't feel like I have to go for him. Then I've got Antonio Rudiger. Again, I'm probably dancing with the devil slightly with Tuchel's rotation scheme at Chelsea Rudiger could be dropped but I think in the last season he uh, played quite a lot of games for, reckon, for Chelsea I reckon the one thing Tuchel seems to not do is he doesn't rotate his defence too much in terms of the centre-halves if he can help it the yeah. wing-backs maybe a bit more but I think centre-halves he seems pretty set on Rudiger I think Christiansen and then Aspilicueta I mean the difference is going to be Thiago Silva comes That's back. That's the one, yeah. And then who does he drop out from there? I think it's either, I think it's Christiansen probably. Same. First. Same. And then, yeah. Unless, unless someone else is having a mare. Um, so, that's why no, I'm I, I agree yeah. with you. That And, and Christiansen is 0.5 cheaper, but I think I'm going to stick with Rudiger. Like I say, I think looking at when Tuchel came in at the end of last season, I think he played the majority of the games. One guy that definitely isn't moving for my team is Sergio Reguilón, who's, like I say, been a star, my main man at the moment. Um, he, yeah, he's got a, a nice fixture against top, uh, against Crystal Palace away this 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 week. Yeah, I'm hoping that that, that they, they can get the three points and carry on this really good run. Uh, then 
I mean, my two bench defenders, one of them is, is uh, Vladimir Sufal at West Ham. I just think he's got one assist so far, but I, f- I think he's actually underperformed so far, points-wise. I-, I just think he's such a lively defender. So it's five million. Uh, West Ham aren't keeping clean sheets either. Not, uh, not at the moment, but I just he just he just always seems to be in the box for a right back. It's brilliant. That's what you want to see. It's like it's like Trent. To be fair, he's like a poor man's Trent. It's like a southern Trent or something. But he's he's just like. He's just in unusual positions, and it's, it's exciting. That's what you wait where you want your players. And I'm hoping this next guy might be the same. So it's Mark Cucurella at Brighton. I've done a bit of research on him, and he's he's like an attacking wing back slash midfielder. Who, yeah, he gets forward, and, and he and he looks like he's going to solve the you know a problem that Brighton have had, I believe at left back for a while now, where they've been playing a solid march. So he's he's going to come in. Brighton have got some decent fixtures, but I might regret not playing uh, picking Lewis Dunk, but because he does score goals. But it's Cucurella. I like his potential, and and I I think I, I don't mind him having a slow start because I think I've got quite a lot of players who are playing regularly for their teams anyway, and have got good fixtures, so I can give him a little bit of time. So he's in as well, and they've got Brentford away this weekend. Now moving on to midfield. I'll go straight to my bench and then I'll move on to the actual starters. So I've got ugh, this guy. I mean, what an absolute bargain. Musa Sissoko just signed from Spurs. He got one point for Watford, but I mean, Sissoko, um, I, I like you know as a footballer. You know, he's a energetic. He can get up and down and everything. But let's be honest, he's your two, two maybe three point a game player. Yeah, but I do think that he will be an important player good for yeah that, it will, exactly and I do think that they I think that there will be times where they'll push him further forward yeah. just he's because yeah. you know he he has probably got more quality than we have the rest of our midfield he's very you know okay. he's, he's a very interesting signing he's I know he's 32 but Etienne Capu came along and he was very you know kind of I guess raw from his time at Tottenham. And bit of a decor type player, isn't he? Sissoko. Like box to box, yeah. Yeah. And um, got a little bit of quality behind him. There are probably Tottenham fans out there, or actually all sorts of football fans out there right now listening and kind of shouting at the um at me saying that the guy can't shoot, but 4.5 million. I'm not asking him to shoot, I'm just asking no. him to get two points and anything else a yeah. bonus. So um, so he, he's my third sub <laughs> after all that big talk he's my third sub this week even Cucurella goes in at second sub but I've got I've, going to my starting midfield and strikers I've got Mason Mount who I'm, I've, I've kind of cut my ties with Kai Havertz because I don't trust him I'm not saying he's not had a good start to the season I'm not saying he's had a bad start but I'm just just don't trust Sounds him like I do like no but I do trust Mason Mount I do think this guy is someone that if if you're picking your normal team and you're you're boring, you, you bring in Mason Mount. He he just goes about his business, gets on with things, gets goals and assists. So you're being takes, boring then. Well, that's the, unfortunately I haven't got a huge amount to go with when it comes to Southern players. Um, <laughs> so I've had to be boring, and and I do think that he's a player that not many people are going to have, and so it could be quite a decent differential if I'm competing with other teams away from this North South. In the uh, in the, the actual He's league, by seventeen point three percent of the teams. Yeah, I mean that's that's probably more than I was expecting, but 
not a player a lot of people have. Come on. Kai Havertz was a player not a lot of people have. He's only got 6%. You've just lost your differentiator there. Well done. Good well, but yeah, but he's he's more money, Kai Havertz. And is he going to play every week? Mason Mount's going to play every week. So I'm, I'm sticking with that. Now, controversial pick. And again, you know, we're, actually, I've got a couple of controversial picks coming up. Um, I've got I've gone with Martin Odegaard at Arsenal. They have got Norwich at home. Now, I don't think he did enough for me last season for me to think oh, I've got to get him on the team. He got one goal and two assists last season. But I'm hoping that the 5.5 price tag that he's got on him is going to be enough for me to kind of think, well, I'm you know, he, he could do something. I can't afford Pepe and... I don't really necessarily want Saka at the moment because he started the season quite slowly. Odegaard is a very, very good player. I just think that, you know, is he going to turn it into FPL points or is he going to be an assist of a sister? <laughs> well, we'll find out. I guess this week could be a really good opportunity to find out. Arsenal got some great fixtures. I, I, like, I like that pick. Um, you know, I'm not going to big you up very often in this, this podcast, as you know, um, but... I like I like Odegaard as a pick. You know, I think he's a very good footballer. He showed some good glimpses last season. Mm. I mean, what he got forty points in just eight hundred and sixty minutes last season. From looking at the stats right now, and um, you know, so you know, he was he was probably if he'd have played a full season, you know, he was looking 120, 130 points, which for you know five point five million player, you'll take that any day of the week. Yeah, um, I, I, I think I, I think he's he's obviously quality, but we'll see how we go and. Um... I'm not gonna hold my breath for him, really. Uh, Good on the eye type of player, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, and and controversial pick number two, going from one North North London team to another North London team is is Deli Ali. Now, I've I'll be totally honest with you. I've got plenty of money in the bank because I've just seen that. Well, not just seen. I saw earlier that Suns is is a doubt, a major doubt for the Palace game. Woo-hoo! Yes. Yeah. So, hey, get I've, in I've, there, silly boy. I kind you of took a rest, pal. You <laughs> I've, I've basically kind of said to said to myself, it's you know Crystal Palace. I think Spurs got quite a good record against Crystal Palace. I think they normally do all right against them. So, I'm going to give Ali, Ali a chance. Um, that goal he scored at Palace. Scored, yeah, it's a great goal. Uh, yeah. they, they they had a moment. I've I've got a few mates who are Palace fans, and and Palace actually were one of those teams that conceded all the goals of the season against them at, yeah. at that point. And Deli Ali's goal was just one of the best goals you're ever going to see. A good um, goal with that Fulham lad, wasn't it? Yeah, that was another one. Kasami, yeah. He scored yeah. against Palace as well. But yeah, they, um, yeah, he, he's in there at the moment only because Sun is injured. So as soon as Sun is fit, he's going back in there. I've got 3.8 million in the bank so that I can kind of afford him. Um, which then kind of goes against what I was saying earlier about not being able to afford a 4.5 million. But I do think that I want to wait and see with Son. I, w- I basically want to bring him back as soon as possible because he's just, he is essential for me, really. And another essential player is um, is Ben Rama at West Ham. Uh, you know, started the season, Saeed Ben Rama started the season so well, had a you know a bit of a quiet game against Crystal Palace, didn't get any goals to assist, but he got a goal and assist in the other two games. When when West Ham scored four in both games, the guys started off the season very very well, absolute bargain again, and um, yeah, I'm hoping that he'll 
be able to do well against Southampton away this weekend, um, which then leads me nicely to my forward line. You could probably work out exactly who my strikers are right now. Mikel Antonio, stats say everything. Four goals, four assists, no-brainer. Can't I can't even think. I, I have I, I was ha- having like a moment where I was thinking to myself, maybe I might bring Aubameyang in, <laughs> oh, but I can't justify that. I can't do justify it. that. Do it. No, do it. no, do it. So Antonio's my my vice captain at the moment, and then you're going to go. Oh, so who's his captain? Well, I leave him till last. No, um, so after last week's quiz i my find was uh, that big rom couldn't be my captain so i i did see he had a fine tree or he was he was a doubt for this week so i was thinking yeah i was thinking that works nicely in my favor but with villa at home i think that if i'll be very very surprised chelsea don't win that game so lukaku is in but he can't be my captain so um my captain is harry kane and Game. Yeah, uh, that he he is actually probably one of the major reasons why I made my wildcard because I just felt like I had to have him and Lukaku and Antonio up front. And, you know, the, the rest, I mean, it's, it's a really good team on paper, apart from maybe my dodgy North London centre midfielders. But apart from that, it's such a good team. I'm really, really happy with it. Um, and maybe my goalkeepers. <laughs> but yeah, Still so such a great team. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going like I say. So I'm going three four three. Raya, Tierney, Rudiger, Reguilon, Mount, Odegaard, Deli Ali, Ben Rama, Kane, Captain, Lukaku, Antonio, Vice Captain. That's my team. Played my wild card as well. He, you know, absolutely hey. done. What? Um, and it's yeah. I mean, the Ronaldo fact has played a big big factor in that you know need, needed to get him in to be fair Bruno's well 12 million you know and he's not been performing so I've just had to bite the bullet with him too fair and, and look at things elsewhere now I mean I could have done something to have Salah Ronaldo and Bruno in I mean tomorrow morning I may I may still think that and just get all three of them in there it'll damage other areas but you know I could I could abide by that but um but yeah so what I've Got so my two keepers are Casper Schmeichel and I brought in Scott Carson. Now, anyone who listens to what's going on out there at the moment will think actually this kid knows what he's on about here because Scott Carson is likely to play tomorrow because the Brazilians have been told that they're not allowed to play now. So he could be playing for Man City in goal away at Leicester. Who knows? Could keep a clean sheet, get me six points. Save a penalty, maybe. Who knows? If he doesn't play, that's fine because my subkeeper is Kasper Schmeichel. Yeah, it's not great against City, but he'll definitely be playing. So there you go. Let's have a decent record against City generally. So it, it could work either way. So I'm going to start with Carson in goal. But with the thing is, if he don't play and Edison's allowed to play last minute, then Schmeichel will just go in. So that's fine. And I'm thinking Schmeichel's long-term going to be my keeper. Um, less to get this game out of the way. They've then got a great three games coming up. Brighton, Burnley, Palace. So, you know, Schmeichel's going to be my number one for, you know, a good while, to be, to be honest with you. So, yeah, that'll be that case. Um, defenders, got Ruben Diaz, Man City. 
it just goes, that goes without saying. There doesn't need to be any bail discussion about that. Mr. Rafael Varane for Manchester United as well. He's played one game. He got 12 points in that one game. He got an assist and three bonus points and a clean sheet. And United as well have got an all right run coming up. Um, so I think, again, good good, good business. Connor Cody's playing. They're playing at Watford. Wolves are going to get their first win of the season at Watford this weekend. Plenty of pressure. Plenty of pressure yeah. on them. Yeah, there's plenty of pressure on Watford as well. <laughs> Game that they should be winning, they'll be thinking at home. But I think I think Wolves will start in the target. If not, they'll keep a clean sheet against Watford. You know, so I mean, if Watford's number one fan Heath doesn't even have supposedly their star man Ismail Assar in his own fantasy team, then he obviously hasn't got that much faith in him. So to to pull out roots for him, so just don't want to jinx him. Yeah. <laughs> Just think, think of that. What I will, I'll just leave that information with all. I just don't listeners. want to dominate you. That's the problem. No. I don't want to smash you so no, that you can't right. say to me, I, "I've done it with this podcast. I can't do it anymore. I keep losing oh. to your southern teams." Right. I, I think I'll give oh. you. I'll take oh, it easy on you. I think. I think if you'd have told me that, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have said that. I'm. I feel, I feel really, really bad about it now. I really do. Um, so yeah. So they're my back three, playing three at the back at the moment. Um, so um, it could change to four. Who knows? Um, midfield four. I brought in Mason Greenwood. Um, now people are going to think, oh, why are you doing that? Because they've got Ronaldo in. Mason Greenwood's still very likely to be starting games. You know, he'll just play one of the wide positions, you know, if Ronaldo starts. But I think Greenwood will still start this weekend um, up, up the middle. I think Ronaldo's probably going to come off the bench. Um, that's my that's my thoughts. Um, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer said, you will see Ronaldo on the pitches, you know, some point in the game, which I'm pretty sure we will. But... I, I don't think he'll start him. I think he'll, I think he'll keep Greenwood up top for now, um, and Ronaldo will, will come on. That's what I think. Um, Damari Gray from Everton, he's in there. He's had a great start to the season under yeah, Everton and um, under Rafa, so definitely. You mentioned this guy before, Ferran Torres. He's in my side. He's in my squad. He's um, yeah. This is a pet roulette gamble, but. Nice. I think for now, he's not bad at worth having in there. He's worth having in there because for the price he is, you know, and if he plays up top, he scores points, he, you know, he'll, you know, six score goals. So he'll, he'll do that. If he doesn't play, you know, I've got seven million that I could get rid of and bring in someone cheaper and it frees up money elsewhere is what I've been thinking. So yeah, Torres in there. Then the big man, Mo Salah, he's in there, obviously. He's not going anywhere all season unless he breaks his leg, to be fair. So, he'll stay there. And he is the captain this week. He is the captain. And he, he enjoys playing against Leeds. And I think, you know, it could be a goal fest at Leeds, Ellen Road this weekend. You know, both teams will get goals, probably. You know, could be a belter. So, Mo's going to be there. And he's going to score me some points this week. Which then takes me to the up top three, the front three. Patrick Bamford's in. After previous weeks, previous games goal, and you know me losing a bit of faith of him, but um, yeah, he's gonna in. I know they're playing Liverpool, but yeah, let's have him in there. With Charleston, now he's probably the one of the few Brazilians who might be allowed to play. And uh, Rafa Benitez talked about this earlier, saying how their relationship with the Brazilian federation is really good because they actually allowed Richarlison to go play in the Olympics, which they won. So. He's probably got a good point there, Rafa. He's a, he's a smart man. He talks about facts, as everyone knows. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> so Richarlison is in my side still. Um, and, you know, they're at home at Burnley. So, 
if, if the Brazilian FA let, Federation let him play, then I fancy him to, to get some do some business there. And then, of course, he's in the squad, in the side, in the starting 11. You can't not have him in there, even if I think he's only going to come off the bench. He could still come off the bench against Newcastle and score two or three goals, flex his muscles, and then get brought off with two minutes to go with a start to a standing ovation and does that in the space of 20 minutes. So it's Cristiano Ronaldo. He's been put in by 23.5% of the teams in this game. That's a lot. So yeah. did he did he stick his walking stick there with him as well? Um, I didn't have to. He, you know, because he he, he doesn't need one. He, he let he, he he told me to pass it on to you though. So he said you can <laughs> use it after your your long walks in the lakes. He said you might need it for a few years. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Ronaldo's in there, and stop being bitter, all right? So, <laughs> You know, um, so that leaves on the bench, like I said, Cash for Schmeichel's the sub-keeper. Sub I've got um, Joel Matip at Liverpool. Um, I'm, tempted, I would say, I'm tempted to bring him in because, you know, Liverpool have been you know, pretty good this season. The two clean sheets, they obviously um, conceded against Chelsea, but, um, you know, that's not, not disappointing. And, you know, they're, they're doing all right. So I think Matip could end up coming in for maybe... Well, he's going to be my first sub. So if Torres doesn't play at all, then Matt could come in that way. Who knows? But Torres has started every game for City in the Premier League this year, so maybe that won't change. Um, I've got um Alan at Everton. He's in there because he's cheap, basically, but he will play every game. And for four point five million, he's like a um you know a Sissoko sort of pick, isn't he? Really, he's Alan. You know, really good player. Not going to get you loads of points. You might get the odd assist here, but he's he don't he don't really score goals. Um, so so yeah, it's him. And then Simicast, Liverpool's backup fullback. He's been unlucky. You know, he got dropped for the Chelsea game after two great performances. But um, Robertson's back and Trent's there. He's not going to start in front of them. But I still think he'll get game time this year. So he's you know for the value he costs, he's he's not a bad person. I'd put like four million in your squad. If you need to get a four million player in there, who don't really do need to do much for you, so yeah, that that's it. Um, I think I'm pretty much nailed on with this. I don't see me making any late transfers unless I drink too much tonight and decide it's a clever idea. But I'm going to try not to do that. Now I'm going to probably regret this next uh, next week when we have our next podcast and you smash me because of all this advice I'm going to give you, but. Mate, your wild card is a stinker. Uh, I I don't want to insult you, mate, but you've got like your your Liverpool players are all like, why you don't want to waste your you know picks with Simakas and Matip? You want to have Diego Jota or even Trent or or even Van Dijk? You you even even Allison? You know, obviously Salah goes without saying, but Jota with Firmino out injured, mate, that's a no brainer, right? Then, oh, mate, Scott Carson. <laughs> I, I like the sentimental kind of idea that he's some 40-year-old guy who's going in goal for one week, but he's only going to be there for one week. You're, yeah, wasting, man, you're wasting Man City pick on him. And they're, not, they're playing Leicester, a team that, are, uh, you know, a team that, are, uh, like you say, have got a good record against City. So get like another 4.0 player in, and then you could pick another Man City player if if Phil Foden or uh, De Bruyne or... or you know, Cancelo start doing well. You've got that free space. Ooh. 
I'm not going to go for a C player with Pep Roulette at this rate. <laughs> you don't know who's going to play. You don't know true, what the man's True, thinking. true. But at least you've got the option. Why waste it on Scott Carson? Yeah, I mean, like I say, it's just, just bring in like a Norwich goalkeeper who's third choice or something. Um, and the other one is Richarlison over Calvert-Lewin. Surely you go Calvert-Lewin. He's taking penalties. I, d- I don't know how much more he is, but he's going to score more goals, surely. Calvert-Lewin might do, but he's Richarlison's also not, probably a better not, player, but he's not Calvert-Lewin. Fit. He's not fully fit as Calvert-Lewin. Maybe, maybe. That's no, fair I'm, enough. And they but brought Rondon in to, to help loosen that burden. Whereas Richarlison, he could play up the middle, but if he doesn't play up the middle, he's always playing out as one of the wide three. Richarlison is a great football player. Don't get me wrong, but... You just don't like him. Calvert-Lewin is, a, is their talisman. Like, honestly, I'm so glad you mentioned that earlier. Talisman theory is, is so essential in, in fantasy football. And, and he is a perfect example of one manager going what have we got and going let's try and cater for that and they've got a very good guy up front who can you know he's very good in the air poacher slash target man and um and Calvert-Lewin will basically and then fair enough if you're not if you're not bringing him in this week because he's he's a doubt but I, I will I'll be I wouldn't be surprised if he starts to be honest but um mate honestly like and even and even the Varane over Shaw. I mean, Shaw. I mean, Varane had a great first week. Don't get me wrong; he's a great football player. But Shaw's going to get forward, surely. <laughs> I mean, Shaw, right? No, nah, I'll tell you what, Luke Shaw. Yeah, he got 124 points last season. One goal, five assists. Yeah, but he. I mean, he's. Again, he's he's one of those players, you know, good on the eye, I guess, where you're watching everything, he gets forward. Brands, Brand, every time United keep a clean sheet now, Brand's probably going to get a bonus point. Maybe. Because he's got, because he's been bought for big money, he's a big time player, he's going out, everyone's going to be focusing on him, how good he is and everything. And he'll get bonus points from just fucking standing there and not doing anything in some of the games. Now, that, that's what Varane will do. Uh, actually, I've got, I've got one more and then I'll stop, right? And this is the <laughs> most important one. Allen, fair enough. I get it. No Brownhill. What the hell? Come on. <laughs> hey, Bring hey, back you... Brownhill. That's that's <laughs> what everyone's going to be saying after this podcast. Bring back Brownhill. Oh, yeah, apologise to, to, apologize <laughs> to my Burnley fans, you know, for, um, if I've upset them by, with this move. But um, unfortunately, no, it's, that's just not going to happen. And, I, mean, and the... I think... I take on board maybe you got a point, you know, and maybe I maybe I might look at that later, you know, tonight or tomorrow morning. But you know, he's he's on there in my mind. I was torn between like, do I put him in? Do I put Greenwood in? Can I do both? You know, but then you know, what what, what do I do? So it's you know, I'm I'm you know, I don't know how long Firmino's out for, and then do I want a seven point six million yacht sitting on my bench after the season? You know, so it's a bit a bit of a tough one that. Fair enough, buddy. Um, I mean, I don't want you to think that I'm getting in your head because uh, <laughs> maybe I'm feeding all that just so that I can uh, overcomplicate things. And uh... maybe you're not. Who <laughs> <Maybe> knows? <laughs> but no, it's it's uh, it, it's just it's just great because obviously, as 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 I can only pick Southern players, and I hear all these Northern players who won't be making the cut. Trent, Trent. Oh, he's seven point five million. He's a lot. Rafinha, Rafinha. What about Rafinha? Well, fuck. He, he's like, ass. honestly, that guy is is a player that can play against anyone. I, I don't care. He is fixture proof. For me, he's fixture proof. He's good on the eye, but I mean, Stuart Dallas, 
got 171 points last season. Jack Harrison got 160 points last season. Rafinha might be in a better player, but he wasn't a better best score of points in the in you know in the season. Dan, Dan James might be someone to look at. Who knows? Maybe. I mean Le- must admit Leeds players are on my sort of list from a one week transfers because after this Liverpool game, they've got a run of games where you know they could, you know, really sort of start doing bits on Newcastle. West Ham's tough obviously, but Watford, Newcastle, Southampton, Wolves, Norwich, you know, so they've got a good run of games coming up. Um so there are Leeds players I'm, I'm looking into, that's for sure. Well, all right, mate. I'm going to leave you there. And I'm, all I'm going to say is if I don't see Brownhill tomorrow, when I check the teams around 12, half 12, and I, and I, don't, see, I don't see Josh Brownhill or Marcus Brownhill, whatever Brownhill you want to call him, uh, yeah, I'll be a tear in my eye, I'm not going to lie. But well, it is what it is. <laughs> he, he had his moment in the, in the sun. He played in my all-star 11. And, um, you know... Fair play to him. He got a yellow card and one point. I just, I just hope he knows that he's, you know, he's, he's made the grade and he was one of our, you know, one of the titles of our podcast, one of the early ones. So <laughs> yeah, I'd be an N- NFT one day. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it'll make yeah, him a maybe. lot of money. Maybe. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah. all right. Lovely stuff. I mean, that's that's going to be a, the, the probably the longest game week preview we're going to have until the second half of the season because we've both done the wild cards. But yeah, lovely stuff, mate. And now that leads us into our quiz, which is a new quiz. Um, we've been trying to do original quizzes each week, and this, this week uh, is, is no different. This week, we're going to look at the players that have transferred from a northern team or a southern team to the other. So from north to south or south to north. And um, what I'm going to do to state is I'm going to say to him, the club that they came from, the club they went to, and the value, and just be aware some of these are, are undisclosed. Uh, I wasn't able to get to the club and find out the amount. Um, these were taken from the BBC website. So, you know, anyone who disagrees with them, fair enough. I don't care. <laughs> um, so what I'll do is uh, t- normally when we have these quizzes, if one of us fails miserably or, so, you know, is, is very successful it leads to a fine to the other person so state i'm going to say to you you've got 10 different transfers i'm going to give you a chance to set your limit so how confident are you with transfers um is it was it, is, prices, it the, is it just for this season or is it over in, the, in the summer in the summer yeah this summer this summer yeah and it's all premier league transfers yeah all premier league transfers and I'm guessing not all from Premier League clubs, Premier League, are they? Are yeah, no, that's it. That, that's that's the stipulation right. here. They've all gone from a northern or a southern team to a northern or a southern team. So they've gone, they've gone I'm, over the divide. I'm, I'm pretty confident. So you say there's ten, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'm I'm going to commit to seven. Which is probably safe, but I'm going with seven. You sure? Yeah. Cool. I I, I I'm not going to last. I was kind of thinking that the way you are normally as a, as a person, very confident person, normally well, I was expecting to go eight. But fair enough, you know, if you want to go seven, go seven. Okay. I, I see what you're trying to do here. You're trying to go <laughs> me into eight um, because you're pretty sure that I'm probably going to get seven, but you don't know if I'll get eight. So I'm going to stick with my seven and not fall for that, that game plan of yours. Just okay. this time. All right, yeah. well, fair enough. Seven is what seven is. Obviously, with age, obviously, you've lost a little bit of confidence. Fair enough. Okay, well, we'll start with um, our first 
transfer, which is, if you don't get this one, mate, I really, really worry for you. So we're going to go Aston Villa to Manchester City, 100 million. Tough one. Jack Grealish. All right. Brilliant. There's one. Okay. Now this one's not as easy, but I still think you'd probably get it. From Crystal Palace to Everton on a free transfer. Andros Townsend. Two out of two. Lovely stuff. Now, Arsenal to Newcastle United, 25 million. Um, okay, I know his surname. Um, Joe Willock. Yep, perfect. That's three out of three. Yeah. The next one is, yeah, Aston Villa to Manchester United on a free transfer. Tom Eaton. Yeah, now I'm worried because I thought that was going to be quite a difficult one for you. Okay, next one. Norwich City to Aston Villa, 38 million. Ah, it's your, your, your friend who's on your shit list, Wendia. Yeah, that's correct. All right. And we got Burnley to Norwich City. This one's an undisclosed figure. Burnley to Norwich City. Look has gone from Burnley to Norwich City. I don't, want, I don't want to hear that mouse clicking. I'm <laughs> um, sorry. Um, <laughs> Burnley to Norwich City. Gibson. Unbelievable. Yeah, you pulled that one out of the bag. Ben Gibson. The so, centre half. Yeah. I I was I didn't know if it were him or if they had a midfielder that we took or, or who I didn't know, but I know Ben Gibson left Burnley. I just didn't realise it had gone there, so I just took a punt. Okay. So the next one is Everton to Southampton on a free transfer. Uh That Walcott was the other year, so it's not him. Oh, I'm no idea. Well, I think you just said him. It was Theo Walcott. What? Yeah, he signed on a free transfer this summer. Was he on loan last season? I guess so. Do I get that then or not? Well, no, because <laughs> he didn't give it as your final answer. Bollocks. Um, oh, dear, that's bad. Yeah, okay. Well, so far, I mean, maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but and again, no. if I am, it is what it is. But no, I think you're right, you're right to, to be strict on that. Yeah, okay. The next two have gone from Southampton to Leicester one on a free transfer and one for 15 million. Well, best of guards, the 15 million guy, isn't it? Um, yeah, center half. Um, so yeah, that's him, and then. Someone on a free transfer. Yeah. Ryan Bertrand. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So mm. now we're in a situation where if you get one of these correct, the fine's coming my way annoyingly. And the okay. good thing is I've left the hardest ones to last. Brilliant. Right. So the first one is Crystal Palace to Burnley on a free transfer. Free transfer? Yeah. Ah, oh, I know it is. It's keeper. Goalkeeper. NSA. Yeah, NSA. there you go. Yes. All right, the fine is coming my way. So start thinking about that fine, big man. All right. So last one uh, is Southampton to Norwich City on an undisclosed fee. Southampton to Norwich City. Crikey. Mm. We're throwing in these Norwich City ones. Um, and like I said, I don't really, I mean, I got quite lucky with give someone, you know, this is going to be wrong, but, you know, was um, my man Omar Bamadeli? Was he from Southampton? No, it's uh, Angus Gunn. 
another sub goalkeeper. Oh, keeper. Ah, yeah, just oh. back up yeah. to crawl again. That's why I, I thought these two last two would be the hardest because they were both backup keepers. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, well done, mate, and um, you did very well. I I actually thought that because I hadn't really picked up on some of these transfers, thought maybe I might be able to sneak Tom Heaton and Ben Gibson. And then maybe I didn't, I didn't, I kind of thought you'd get for a walk up, but I understand why he didn't, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, Walcott, I should have really got the heating one I was always getting. Uh, the Ben Gibson one, that's pretty lucky stab, to be honest with you. It was, um, I mean, I was just racking my brain of players who left Burnley this season. And then, yeah, I remembered he'd left. But um, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I was a bit, I was a lucky stab. But yeah, Walcott, I should have got definitely. That last one, no idea. Not so, yeah. So, so have you obviously you've had a little bit of time now to while you're thinking of Angus Gunn to think up a fine. What what have you got coming my way? Obviously, I've already got the Lukaku one. Yeah, uh, you can give me a, a a second fine for this game week or in general whatever yeah. you want to do. Yeah, um, your next fine. You cannot use your transfer next game week. Fair enough. I mean, that's not bad on the wild card. To be fair, so have that. So I'll yeah. take that. Okay, that uh, that's an interesting one. Yeah, no, lovely stuff. I love the fact both our teams are being now represented by a top class centre forward. In for you know for your case, Ronaldo, and my case, mm-hmm. um, Lukaku, and and I'm really loving the fact that where we were probably a, maybe about a month ago or something, we were looking at this and seeing who had the better team. I still think you've got a lot of players to pick from, but maybe arguably a bit too many. But right now, if you were to pick, who do you think is going to score more points out of the out of the two, out of Rom and uh, and Ron? Who do you think right now, off the top of your head? Let's 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 kind of like remember this podcast and and come back to it in you know a few months' time and and laugh yeah. or cry or whatever. Yeah. Um, Ronaldo Ronaldo's going to score more points you think he's going to be as good as he was before do you think, you know, I don't think he'll, he's, be he'll still be very good for you though, hasn't he yeah. so. I think the thing with Ronaldo is he, he'll score goals you get the ball to him and United have definitely got the players to get the ball to him I'm not saying Chelsea haven't to Lukaku but Ronaldo's more clinical he'll score more goals he's still a machine you know he's still you know great his fitness is fantastic you know he's not a sort of player they're going to need to be resting every other game or anything like that you know it's you know he's got the legs still for it um and i think if he's still got the legs for it and he's playing you know if he plays similar amount of minutes to, to lukaku at the end of this season there is only one of them who's going to come out on top and that'll be ronaldo if they play the same minutes this season points per minutes ratio ronaldo's will be better than lukaku's no, no, no doubt about it. You know, and, and I like Lukaku. You know, and I, you know, I really think he's a, a great piece in the jigsaw for Chelsea. I think they're going to be great cap- title contenders this year. I think the season title race is going. It should be fantastic. You know, we've got we've got four teams there. I think we've all got capabilities of of winning it. You know, United, City, Liverpool, and Chelsea have all got chances. I mean, I think City could massively regret still not going out and getting a, an out-and-out, out, you know, striker, goal scorer, an Harry Kane or, you know, whoever. 
Um, if they had got that, then I'd have really put them head and shoulders going for it. But I think, you know, Spurs showed it in that first game of the season and um, I know they've run right against Norwich and Arsenal since then, but that's not proving to be difficult for teams at the moment. So I do think it'll be a great title race, but yeah, I, I expect Ronaldo to be above Rom. Yeah. Nice. I, I, I mean, like my personal opinion is uh, I, I, I'm, I'm excited by Ronaldo coming back. It's definitely one of those transfers that you, you know, turns heads and and you kind of you can't wait for their debut. I mean, it's there's not many times when that actually happens, to be honest, nowadays, because so many players, you know, we we take it for granted how good the Premier League is nowadays for quality. But mm. I I just do you know what I'm I'm gonna go against you. Just I mean I'm I'm probably predictably gonna go against you, but I actually think Lukaku is gonna do better. And the reason why is because I just think that. The only way, in my mind, Ronaldo does better than Lukaku is if Man United sack Solskjaer. And it's not, I'm not saying Solskjaer is a bad manager. I just think Tuchel's that much, he's such a good manager that mm. it, it will just, everything will be going back to that talisman theory. I think United have got so many different characters you can claim to be their better player. They've got a lot of very good players, but actually, as a team, I just, I just, I just think they've got a group of individuals that on one day they can win four or five nil against a team like Leeds. And on another day they can draw with a team like Southampton or something like that. And, uh, and therefore I'm going to say, I think Ronaldo have a good season, but I do think Lukaku will have a better season. I think Tuchel will, will find a way of, of getting him service and he'll just score for fun really. And, um, and I think you'll be, wishing that he comes back to United, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Ron versus Rom debate will start here and I'm sure we'll be hearing yeah. a lot more about it as the season goes on. Definitely, definitely will. I think, um, yeah, and like you said, be great. it's going to be great. Great season ahead of in the Premier League and um, gonna, which will make for a great fantasy season as well. Definitely. I, I, I So... Apologies that we've gone on a little bit longer than normal, but that was down to mainly down to the wild cards. But um, you know, like we say every week, but we really do genuinely mean it. Thank you so much to anyone who 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 do listen to this podcast. It, it means the world to us. I've had some really nice feedback from people recently that have said they've listened to it and they've liked this and like that. And um, yeah, as as we said before, we, we're going to keep doing these because we love doing it. We love talking about football. Um, realistically, if we didn't press the record button, we'd still be talking uh, yeah, nonsense definitely. to each other about this. The only difference yeah. is we're not allowed to really talk about our. Well, I could, suppose I could talk about Watford. You can't really talk about Rotherham, which is a real damn shame, to be honest. <laughs> a little, <laughs> little dagger in the back there. No, sorry, mate. I, di- I didn't mean that. Um, it's all right. Don't worry about it. We'll win this weekend. You won't. So most likely, most yeah. likely, we'll, we'll probably be playing each other next season anyway, mate. But yeah, no, thank you everyone. Um, and and as usual, we'd like to wish you, you know, you know, best of luck for the, the game week coming. Hope you um haven't been too bored by the international break. Good night, guys. Enjoy. Cheers, guys. <laughs>